Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. It is me and the gas master, George. The gas master, that's <laughs> it is, me. It is <laughs> November 22nd, 2022. Just kidding, 21. So, let's jump in, George. <laughs> you just totally messed me up. I don't even know what day it is. I've been so goofed up um, being on the road and stuff, so... So Wait, what day is it? It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. It's feels uh, like a Monday. Twenty second, twenty twenty one. Okay. All I know is I'm trying to get back home for Thanksgiving, and it's it's a little uh, so I don't know. So for those of it's, you who haven't listened, George is doing a new job, which is I'm a truck driver. I drive truck now. He delivers oat milk. That is correct. <laughs> and right now I'm in Canada, in uh, Surrey, British Columbia, at a truck stop, um, which is like the smallest truck stop ever. There's <laughs> literally four spaces here for trucks. Is there maple and syrup, I was, though? I haven't seen any maple syrup. Seen them, I've seen rain. <laughs> just so much rain and like I I when I was leaving Utah this this past time it was raining a little bit yeah but for most of the part it was it was sunny that that day yeah and up here just last week when I was here it was raining this week it's raining it's just it's raining it's wet just it, the sky is gray and miserable and I I don't like it I would not want to live here. I lived in Chicago when I was like that for long enough. To I wonder if it's because Canada is not open for a lot of things. That's why it's under a cloud. So is Washington. Yeah, it's because Oregon. Yep. California Oregon's not is just as locked off. up. Well, that's why I keep telling you, Maria, I'm like, we, we need to get property in Nevada. And eventually we'll have oceanfront property. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to 49 states and the Democrats will never win again. I I am just so Democrats, Republicans. I'm just so sick yeah. of the infighting. <laughs> you know, I wish we could sure. get back to somewhere in the middle again. You know, when Where there we really were... Agree. On things, yeah, and there were more checks and balances. Or it wasn't you. You're not offending everyone every ten seconds, like saying anything. Like you have to watch every word you say now, or like offended. That's I all know, I think. and I can't. I can't do that. I just i I can't live my life like that I because <laughs> I love Jesus, and that's offensive. You know, and, and the Bible does say that that will be offensive to people, that Christ is offensive to people. Yeah. And we're finding that out more and more. Um, and you were you were on a live earlier with uh, 
Chris, Ollery, and, and Daniel. Sean? He's Daniel. And Daniel. He's okay. a Transformer or something or another. I can't remember. Okay. But um, someone was trying to talk about our our Christian entitlement. Um, oh, yeah. I'm which, real entitled, though. I don't. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm real entitled because, I mean. My 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 God has streets of gold. So I mean, <laughs> if anybody's entitled, it's us. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And but in the I way just, he was, you using know, as it, far as, as being entitled, American Christians, yeah, you know, yeah, we kind of are. You know, and it's getting to be less and less that way. Yeah, and. Now Christians, you know, it seems like they're whining about it. And it's like, you know what? This is barely scratching the surface of persecution. Can I ask? If you really want to talk about per- Christian persecution. Like, for you, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like sometimes that we're we're more passive than anything else in America. And... Yeah. From from our brothers and sisters across the ocean and south and everywhere else, they're all like don't don't give up ground. Like like what are you doing? Don't give up ground. And I mean, we're I was talking to someone on a live about this like two weeks ago. Just so if you don't know, George is George from F Cubed on TikTok and I run the F Cubed podcast on tiktok we're at a thousand with the fq podcast but george needs to get to a thousand so if you follow us listen yeah, to us so we please could do live together and yeah. then we could do then we could do tiktok podcasts basically yeah do what we're doing on the podcast but you'll be able to see our goofy faces yeah um like right now i'm i'm in my truck and i i got he's got oh, books behind him i got books behind me I could also here. Let's see. Can I be on a beach? I don't know. But anyway, you know, <laughs> you could do. I don't want to. Oh, you know what? I have. Oh, I was going to tell you how I set this up. So I was going to try to do it through the laptop. Wasn't connecting good. Yeah. Connected much better with the phone, and so <laughs> I have my phone on the on the little pop socket on top of my laptop yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i went to i went to scroll on the laptop yeah to hit the effects button (laughs) (laughs) and it's on my phone so like oh yeah you're on the beach i'm on the beach yeah isn't it that's nice i wish you had live i was at the ocean last weekend yeah i was in florida last weekend and so yeah we have Alabama in two weeks, and I'm actually going to be preaching in Montana. I didn't tell you that. They asked me to, a church asked me to go preach. Um, that same church we talked about before asked me to go preach in Montana this weekend. So, I'll cool. Friday. Where 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 at in Montana again? Oh, poop! I don't know it off the top of my head. Oh, what was it? I only know some places in Montana, but, you know, my parents live there, so. It was, let me see. What's me? 
Well, you'll get to see what Montana's like in the and more in the winter because they're starting to really hit their by this weekend probably more of their winter months. Yeah. Oh, it was Saturday or Sunday that they texted me. Selena. Um, so what? Your background changed. <laughs> I did that just enough. Yeah. But. So, so we we had we've had two guests, and I think I dropped the Keith neighbor podcast out. I don't know if you listened to that one yet, but or if you've listened at all yet. And if I he haven't. says no, then we should persecute him now. I'm not even listening to our own podcast. <laughs> what a jerk! I I I should because on Spotify. If you get our podcast on Spotify, um, that's the way I do it. It'll just keep playing the next one, which would be good to do in the truck because I can't really grab my phone and switch to a next podcast. So usually I just have, you know, Amazon Music or Spotify Music playing um, and just, you know, continue with that. I don't want that way. I don't have to like try and switch things or pull over and change things. Yeah. But with, uh, I think with Spotify, it'll just go to the next one. So I could start loading that and listening to them. Cause I've missed, I know I've missed quite a few and makes me feel left out. <laughs> Oh, wait, where is it? Oh, it's in oh. Sheridan, Montana. There we go. Is that a hot dog flying behind you? What the heck is that? I don't know. It's like a weird little alien. <laughs> like now I'm in a spaceship with a little alien assistant or something. Hey, Dutch. Try- <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun with it. Dutch- like, we're both just so easily distracted. <laughs> I'm just messing with it. So what did, did I tell you help. that uh, uh, if you don't know the listeners, uh, we had a, I had a Torah keeping guy who was like, you need to follow the Torah. And I was like, what are you talking about? And like, he, yeah. he was pushing, pushing an agenda of just like, you need to follow the Torah first and then. The rest will come because you're not saved if you're not following the Torah. And I'm like, what are you? I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. Like, I honestly was like, guy, it sounds like you're putting the Torah above Jesus. And he got livid with me. He he called me names and all sorts of stuff. And I'm all, well, pretty sure that's your true colors. So there you go. Yeah. Did you have him on the podcast? Oh, no. Or you just talking to him over TikTok? Stuff. Over TikTok, he kept making videos, like calling me out, and I'm like, "Whatever, bro." <laughs> yeah, I saw some. I saw some of your like follow ups to it. That that but, was that like, was the I first don't... time that happened with that guy. But like, 
he did it again where he made like 15 videos because I kept asking him questions like, hey, what is the gospel? And he, he wouldn't answer me. I go, who is Jesus? Is he, is he God? And they're like, he's a Messiah, but he's not who you think he is. Then who is he? What is this guy basing his faith on? The Torah. Okay, that's all fine and good. You know, Jesus read from the Torah, and even when he was reading from the Torah, he said um, that those scriptures were fulfilled in him, and he didn't come to a bot. Like, if he's going off of the scripture that says, he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. The fulfillment of that was one sacrifice once for all, was the fulfillment of the law. Yeah. So, so this... we don't have to do sacrifices anymore because of that. Well, that that was the other guy, the cowboy guy who, who built an altar and all that stuff, and he's like, "Come out to my farm every every two times a year and do your sacrifices. Come out here and do it." I'm like, "Oh gosh, oh gosh," but what? So I'll I'll just read it. So he he was telling me First John is what I need to read, and I'm like, "But that's not the Torah," and so he got mad about that. But he told me to read the first John. And I was like, I was like, well, that's that's weird. Uh, so it says, First uh, John one, uh, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and. We have seen and bared witness and declared to you that the eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. And then it says fellowship with him and one another. Um, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is a light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, as he is in the light we have Fellowship with one another and in the blood of Jesus Christ. His sons cleanse us or his son cleanses us of all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word not in us. And he told me to read that, and I was like, did you read that last line, guy? Because it sounds like you don't have any sin in your life, is what you're saying, Mr. Torah Keeper. Because that's, that's the agenda he's pushing with me. Is that... I, he, I, 
that don't get his agenda. I, I don't. His agenda is that you follow the law, and that I'm lawless, and that uh, he called me like the son of Satan like three times, and I was like, "What are you smoking, bro?" I don't. But you can't follow the law. If, like you can, you if, can try to follow all those things and you're going to fail. That is why we, that is why Jesus came fulfilled yeah. it. Yeah. If Jesus didn't come, we'd still be burning sheep and stuff. <laughs> like, like that well, yeah. And if you look at the, if you look at the, at the law and, and I, you know, I have a, I have a skin condition, a skin disease. Yeah. I, it's not contagious, but I would have to go continuously get it checked out by the priests. And if it was acting up real bad, I'd be banished from the community. Yeah. And, and so that, you know, like when you read through the Torah, when you read through the law, there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that if we really tried to abide by that, you would have to change your entire life. Is he fasting twice a week? You know, is he... He, he got super mad because uh, Pastor Witt <laughs> and I both made the same comment because he kept coming hot at me, and I go, hey, man, you want to talk about following the laws and all this? I go, it doesn't look like you take it looks like you shave your beard and it looks like you cut your hair. And I was like, whether it's ceremonial law or whatever you want to call it, you're still doing it. I go. And lastly, you look like you might be flirting with the line of gluttony. So he got so mad. Cause I was like, <laughs> he goes, he's all, another one, another one. He goes, another one. He goes, you don't know if I take care of myself or not. And I, I was like, okay, man. I was like, I didn't, cause I asked a question. I didn't call him a glutton. I just go, Hey man, what is a glutton then? If that's, if this is your whole stance and he's all, another one, he goes, you know, that not only my people stood up for me, but my Christian friends did. And I'm like, do you think you intimidate me? Like I am not intimidated at all. Like, I, I have dealt with way more intimidating guys who actually had something to lose. Like, <laughs> it's like you, you're nobody to me, bro. And, like, he just went off. And I was laughing because I know it's Pastor Witt that mentioned the same thing. And he doesn't want to have any civil discussions or anything. So I'm like, whatever, guy. Um, but And he, that is why the Bible says don't get involved in useless Debates. Debates. Yeah. Because it's not going anywhere. No. You're not, you know, he's definitely not going to change your beliefs and you're not going to change his. The only thing you could hope to do is to not let other people get led astray by him. Yeah, pretty much. And so, <laughs> so I read further. And so he was trying, what he was trying to get me to read is first John two, which, uh, verse three, he goes, now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He said, "He who says 
I know him and doesn't keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not with him. But whoever keeps his word truly and loves the God is perfected in, in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandments to you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. And so you guys could read further because I'm not going to read the whole thing. But he's taking that as the law. And but he's but he's wrong because like it, it's like it's wrong in when um I can't remember exactly which verse but there was a man that said which commandments do I need to follow them do I need to follow all of them or you know what will get me into heaven basically and Jesus said love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbors as yourself. Two commandments. That's it. And and to follow read, those, and they're good. And to read the first verse, it says, "My little children, these things I write to you, so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate, the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, righteousness." Uh, and he himself is a propitiation for our sins and not for our, for ours only, but also the whole world. And so that sets that up. So if you just read that one verse, yeah, follow his commandments. Okay, that makes sense. But if you read that first verse, you go, wait a minute. It's already saying that I'm not good enough to do this. And I have a... What's it called? An evidence Bible. So it kind of gives you like some little categories to look at. And it says the function of the law. It says the law also shows us our great need, our need of cleansing, cleansing with the water and the blood. It's, it discovers or uh, it discovers to us our filth, filthiness and is naturally and naturally leads us to feel that we must be washed from it if we are ever to draw near to God. So the law drives us to accept Jesus as the only person who can cleanse us and make us fit to stand within the veil in the presence of the Most High. The law, the law is a surgeon's knife that cuts out the proud flesh that the, that the wound may heal. The law by itself only sweeps and raises the dust, but the gospel springs, sprinkles clean water upon the dust, and all is well in the chamber of the soul. The law kills, the gospel makes alive. The law strips, and then Jesus comes in and robs the soul, or wait, Jesus comes in and robes the soul in beauty and glory. All the commandments and all the types direct us to Christ. If we will but heed their Evident intense, Charles Spurgeon. 
you know, and that with that being said, he took he's taking that out of context. And Dave Sita, um, he, he did a TikTok on that. Uh, I don't know if it was today that he did it, but putting things in context because he had a, I don't know, this guy that's a Satanist or whatever. Oh, yeah. It says, the Bible says there is no God. And then he's like, <gasps> you know, does this TikTok and shows the scripture where it says there is no God. And then he stands back and puts it in the context. And it says, a fool says, says there, there is, is no God. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, put it in context. The but, Bible's supposed to be read in context. But I think Charles Spurgeon's did a good, I don't even know who that dude is, but I think he did a great He's, job. Uh, old, old time, old, one of the, I don't know, not one of the founders of, of Christianity, but an old theologian. A lot of people have looked to his works and his apologetics and stuff. And obviously, like, put them in, um, in commentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, he he does a fantastic job. I I didn't even know who he was, but when I read this, I was like, "That's so true!" Like <laughs> to see the law and be like. I need I need a savior because there's no way I can complete this, and there's no way I can do this task. But those guys are like, you can complete this. Then it's like, then why did Jesus come if that was the case? If anybody could have done it in the past, and there's no reason for Jesus to come. Period. Exactly. Because there, there would have been no. Like Jesus even said, if there's any way for this to cup to pass for me, then please let it be so. Let me know. And. That didn't happen because there was no way, because we needed that sacrifice for us. You know, we needed him to, we need, we need Jesus. Yep. If, if without that, then really we have nothing. And I'm seeing that so much, I guess, clearer, not, not necessarily clearer, but, um, you know, when you, when you get times to disconnect and unplug from the chatter, which, believe me, driving a truck, you get to do that. You know, it's like there's a lot of truckers you might see with their Bluetooth headsets and stuff. The company that I work for, a uh, really good company, they don't want their drivers to be distracted or anything. So their policy is to not even have Bluetooth, even in all our training it shows like a guy on his cell phone calling his wife while he's pulled over and saying, Hey, I'm going to be on the road for this many hours. This is where I'm going. I'll give you a call and check in with you then. You know, um, if you need to get a hold of me, you know how uh, dispatch can get a hold of me or whatever. So, yeah. like, and I, I agree with it because, especially for me, because I do, get easily distracted with stuff, yeah. you know, like you can be chatting with someone and then, Oh shoot, I missed the exit. Well, it's not like you're in a car and you miss an exit and you just <laughs> go to turn around the next one or do a U-turn. You're in a, you know, 50 foot truck 
or, you know, truck and trailer. And there might not be anywhere to turn around or pull into, or, you know, you can't just whip a Yui, especially if you're hauling a, a heavy load, you get into soft ground and you tip over. And a lot of the accidents that you do see happen with truckers is that they're, they're, they got lost, you know, they, and didn't find a good spot to turn around or they were just distracted with something else. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the most common thing that you see. People go, oh, dumb truckers, you know, which when it's that, yeah, I can kind of agree with that because it was avoidable. <laughs> you could have done, you could have done the things that are avoidable. And sometimes, you know, there is human error. You're going to miss yeah. a turn. I missed a turn into a, a truck stop the other day and, you know, had to go down the road a couple miles to find a good place to turn around. Yeah. You know, like that's just what you have to do. So if you have extra distractions in life, what is that pulling you away from? You know, is it pulling you away from your family? Is it pulling you away from really talking with our creator each day and getting that time alone? Like it says so many times Jesus went to be, went away to be alone with the father. Why? because there were all these distractions around him and he needed to have that alone time with God. And we have so many distractions at our fingertips nowadays that I don't think we're really clear, clearly hearing the voice of God. Yeah. I, I think that's why people in other countries or people who like Ray, like, You've been demon possessed. You've been so covered that now, once you're you're out of that, uncovered from that, unveiled from the garbage you were holding or the weight that you're holding, now it seems real. Now it's now you see clearly. Now you hear clearly. Now, now you see. And there's so many things that we can distract ourselves with, and. Like, for instance, the Torah guy, um, I think it's funny. I, I'm not, like, offended or whatever. He he went super hard, and I'm like, um, to be honest, I apologize. I was like, hey, man, if I hurt your feelings with asking you about gluttony, I'm sorry. I'll take it back. And then he wrote some snarky comment on the video. He goes, oh, I see you feel guilty. And I was like, no. I just saw that you were upset, and so I just decided to take it off because I didn't want to cause any more problems with you. And then he deleted all the videos that he made and goes, okay, let's start over, and does this whole thing. And <laughs> he ta- he's all, the Torah is exactly what we need to listen to. And I get what he's trying to get at, but you're going at it the wrong way you're calling people names and doing this stuff. Cause uh, he thought I came hot at him and he definitely came hot at me for everything he wrote. But um, well, the videos he made, but he, but in general, like you can't earn your way to heaven. And that's kind of what that feels like is, I mean, it sounds like that old kid song, like can't work, can't work your way to heaven. You know, that song, you know what I'm talking about? 
I so, don't know that song. I thought I heard all the kids' Christian songs. <laughs> hang on. Let's see if I find it. <laughs> you know, I, that's why I love, like, uh, Carolyn the Christian and Dave Sita, who are, you know, Carolyn will even tag herself as she's a baby Christian. But they are digging into the Word of God. And you don't even from with seasoned Christians, you don't see that a lot. When you were on the live with uh, Chris Ulrey today, um, you were talking about that. And the Barna research has said if a pastor reads his Bible five minutes a week, he's doing more than most of his congregation. And that's we need to be checking our Bible. We need to be getting in it. Like we can't just take what these pastors are saying as, as gospel, as, you know, as the truth, because they're also fallible humans. (laughs) (laughs) But they're, you know, they're fallible humans. And I, you know, and I, I listened to Reverend Brandon on one of, uh, he was on somebody else's podcast and he was, he was very articulate um, and he was not condescending at all to the guy who had him on, who invited him on. And, you know, I appreciated about that, him, that about him. I don't, you know, I don't agree with him. And by the way he carried himself, he looked more like a Christian than a Christian that, you know, like a Christ follower than the, the one that had him on and was calling him names and calling his father names. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's, Bible says we're not supposed to be calling people names. We're, we're not even, you know, it says don't call people stupid. <laughs> so that, that includes you yourself. Know, Proverbs. For yeah. whoever needs that. And I, I know God's definitely convicted me of that when I've, you know, called myself an idiot or, you know, I'm just, I'm just so stupid. I don't, you know, God, why don't you even, why do you even, uh, let me still be on the planet? I'm just so dumb. I'm not worth anything. And he's like, no, you are, you're my son. Yeah. And and then like feeling him say that again, you're, did you hear me? You're my son. And as a father, you know, you know, I know how that is. You know how that is. People that don't have children really, I don't know, I feel like you don't really, you get a different perspective. I'll say it this way. You get a different perspective of the love of God the Father when you have children. Yeah. So this is the song. Let me see if I turn it up. I just wanted to add it. I have heard that before. <laughs> you can't get to heaven on a pogo stick. So that's the song, though. That uh, that's shout out to Puppet Shack. If Matt, if you listen to this, love you, man. Um, and so that's true, though. But like too often, people want to push that, push it like, and be like, oh, I. 
I can earn my way to heaven. You can't. <laughs> no. And I because like we said, if if we could earn our way, there would there would be no purpose in Christ. There would be no purpose for Jesus to have gone to the cross. Yep. And like, so ah, shoot, I could I could do it myself. I the Bible's not just a self help book. No. I mean <laughs> what the the hardest thing is that I I guess I don't know, me and you grew up in a me and you grew up in different ways, like different areas, all that stuff. And you grew up in a different age group. But, like, we have very, very similar, like, work traits. Like, we work hard. We do hard, hard things. Uh, we're not, we can get offended just like anybody else, but, like, it's less. Like, you can, you can chop it up with people and people can say some pretty jerky things and you're just like, whatever, man. And like you move on, but like this. this oh, my, next my friends have been said meaner stuff to me than any anybody else ever had. <laughs> than somebody that actually didn't like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, like, you think that hurts me? My best friend just said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and we hung out that day, the whole day. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. but like he, I don't know, man. Like. I feel like I don't know where I was going to go with that, but what was I going to go with that? Oh, I was going to say how people are so easily offended nowadays. So that, yeah. And so we have to have tougher skin and have to be able to deal with people saying stuff because people are going to talk trash, but it's because they need Jesus. Like there's a guy that jumps onto lives all the time. And somehow I'm always in there as a moderator for somebody. And they're like, can you just block me so I stop getting this? I go, maybe this is your last chance, man. Maybe this is the day that is your last day. Do you know that? That Jesus could be being like, here I am right here again, man. This is your opportunity. And then you can't say that you didn't know who Jesus was. Because if you were to die that day, then now you know who Jesus is. And so you can't go up there and go, I've never heard. Yeah. And God could be like, well, you you know, uh, and I know like people will be like, that's stupid. But like, maybe God did send you to a live for a reason. And if you're an atheist, maybe, and you've listened this far, you've listened to us talk about random stuff and good stuff all at once for almost 40 minutes. And so if you're here now and you even wonder who is this Jesus, can I, will he forgive me? Yes, he will. He'll, he'll forgive anybody who asks for forgiveness, but you've got to make him your Lord and Savior in your own way, however you want to say that. But, hey, you died on the cross for my sins. You did it so I could be saved. And I'm going to follow you the rest of my days. Is basically yeah. the gist of it, and so the Bible you, says, "Believe in your mouth and uh, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you will be saved." It is literally that simple. And oh, that's and then, what I was and getting. And then at. find someone that'll lead you, and then find someone that is a Bible believing Christ follower, or a Bible you know Bible believing church, or grab a, a Bible yourself and ask the Lord to download that stuff into you and, and teach you through his Holy spirit because he will, 
mean, <laughs> look at uh, Dave Sid, uh Look at his TikToks. Look at Carolyn the Christian. Look at her TikToks. Um, they have gone through the scripture, and they've had other people come alongside themselves, you know, come alongside them and bring them, you know, further with the Lord. But they've, the, I, man, I when I talked to both of them, like I, I didn't get a chance to actually talk to Carolyn on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I've watched her TikToks, and and I got to talk with Dave, and it's just like man, they encourage me so much because they just really want to dig into the word and they're not just following a pastor or following, you know, well, my pastor said this. No, they're going, the Bible says this. My pastor said this. And then I looked in the Bible and it said this too, you know, yeah. like it lines up. You're not just taking the word, you're, you're listening to it and reading it and following okay this is biblical and so yeah. that's i know what i was getting at so to further push people into probably be more mad at me but i don't care is that like i i don't know if i've ever talked to you about like all the people that they call heretics and all that have ever talked to you about that I think so. Well, I touched on it. Yeah. I would say. And so I think I've really been just singing about it and I'm like, there's so many people on TikTok and YouTube and whatever you want to say that are calling other people heretics because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like something Caleb Perkins said that really resonated with me was like, are they not humans? Are they not guilty of messing up, missing it? That kind of thing. I'm not saying Joel Osteen is like I, he's very far, <laughs> far off on a lot of things. But there, somebody recently on TikTok goes, "If it wasn't for Joel Osteen, my wife would have never thought of who Jesus was, and she never would have asked Jesus to be her Lord and Savior, and we would never be where we are right now." Because he goes, "She got saved first, then I got saved." Because I saw a huge change in her. And I was like... So look at the fruit. Yeah. You know what? Like, you can you can say what you want about those uh, about those different pastors, whatever. Can you turn down at, your at the headphones end of the day, in Because I think I'm echoing again somehow. Because like every, every time maybe I I'm talk, it like, echoes back to me a little bit. Let me see... You might just have to take the headphones off. Are those new headphones or old ones? Uh, they're newish. Uh, but I could. I'm not hearing it anymore. Yeah, that I would... think I just got. Ex- I think I got excited and was was probably just talking too loud. No, it, it's <laughs> it's me. Somehow, like you'd hear this like after like. Like, you can't hear me echo. It's just this weird, like, hum. It's so weird. Oh, but, you might have heard the truck start next to me. No. Like, that, it's making a weird hum. Like, because that's, like, it, it's only running. It's only when I talk, all of a sudden you'll hear this, like, weird little, I, I don't know. It's not awful. So, sorry if I just <laughs> made everybody go, now I hear it. Um, but, uh, but. I don't what, I don't hear it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's good, I guess. Um, so what were you, oh, so I was saying like, 
I, I have a hard time because a lot of the people calling him out, I'm like, you're not doing much either. Like, if you're if you're going to call someone out, I think it's important that you are leading people to Jesus and doing that more often than just calling somebody out. Like, if your whole main goal, your strategy, your whole topic or whatever is all about you and you calling out people, then where are you missing the gospel? You're missing Jesus. You're, you're doing that. And then they're like, well, I, I, I mean, I've had even people, and I think you've been there, where like I'm like, I mentioned this, and that, like I'm all, but if they talk to people and bring Jesus and say, hey, this is, this is who Jesus is to this person, and go, if you want to accept him as your Lord and Savior, go ahead. And then, I had somebody literally go, well, I, I don't know if they're really saved because they said it. Really? Like, that That throws me off because I'm like, so now you're saying because they said, hey, you need to receive Jesus, that because they said it, it it's it's not Jesus. So, but if you said so where it, it does, was. Like, yeah, because where, where does that line up with the scripture that says, believe in your heart, you know, and confess with your mouth yeah, that Jesus <laughs> is Lord and you will be saved. Not, hey, this pastor said it, so I believe it. Yeah. Okay, but did you say it, that yep. you believe it? Do you believe it? Because that's what matters. It doesn't matter who ministered to you to get saved because they're just a vessel. Yeah. They could be the worst, you know, there's people that get, you know, get saved in prison and, you know, by people that are preaching the gospel to them. And then go stab prison. someone. And, and then they, <laughs> yeah, and then, they go, then that person goes and stabs someone or, or they get out of prison, you know, because they had that jailhouse salvation and they were doing really good and while they were locked up. But as yeah. soon as they hit the streets, they were back into their, their sin. Yeah. You know? And, like, and so my my whole point being is I'm like, you're calling them out. And I've seen people actually try to, like, message, like, certain pastors that are pretty big. And I'm like, they will never see your message probably. If you really want to talk to them and you legitimately think, hey, I think they need a bunch of correction, then you need to somehow fly to wherever that state is, become friends with them, and then have that relationship to have that conversation with them because they're not going to listen to you just just writing messages like you're a heretic really how 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 is that going to help them at all like and what bothers me is like some of those guys have like hey let give people opportunities to receive Jesus and let's say they do 30 a week and you have like, I don't know, you have six months go by. They, they, they've had a ton of people get saved. If it's 30 a week that have, have went out and they've led people to Jesus. And I'm like, and when that, when people go like, I don't know, I'm like, how, how do you say you don't know? Because it's, it's their heart. It's their it's that's how it works. I'm like, can somebody tell you, George? Like, I don't think you're saved just because 
you you heard it from uh, Benny Hen, and you got saved from Benny Hen. Or what if I didn't like Billy Graham? No, I didn't. But that's the thing. I didn't get saved by Benny Hen. Yeah, I got saved by Jesus. Yeah, and that's what my you know, bothers me. Is like, like, <laughs> you're not saved by that person. And I've said that for years. Like when people are like, "Oh, look at uh, Jimmy Swagger or or uh, um, uh, Jim Baker," you know, and people that that were high up Christians, you know, in, in the forefront televangelists and people, people fell away from the faith and they said that it was because of them. Yeah. And you weren't really following Jesus. You were following the man. Yeah. And that's where, that's where your problem comes. Now, you know, did Jim Baker and Tammy Faye Baker, did they do some, some stuff? Yeah. Jim Baker went to prison for it. Yeah. But Tammy Faye Baker went on a celebrity show, right? Yeah. And, uh, she was on there with, um, I can't remember his name, but he was a porn star, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Like, like he was a, guess he was a known, like, well-known porn star. Yeah. And so he was on there and she was like, she is the most loving, kind person I have ever met. If I was going to follow Christ, it would be because of her. And if anyone tried to take her Bible from her, I would kill them. (laughs) Yeah. This is a, a, you know, a porn star that's saying this about her because the impact that she had on him, even though she had fallen from grace, so to speak, you know, I like that says something when you had, when you have guys like, uh, from POD go on Howard Stern and the, and they're talking about you know, their, their love for Christ and, and how, when he says, well, you guys know what happens next, you know, you, I have strippers come in here. So what are you going to do? And they're yeah. like, well, that's our, cue to, that's our cue to go. You know, we're not all about that. Yeah. And they get off the air, you know, do whatever. <laughs> he comes back on and says this on the air. I heard it. Yeah. Um, he said, those are the type of guys that would make me want to become a Christian. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that like he didn't become, you know, he didn't become a Christian after that, but it made him think just because of the way they were living their lives. Yeah. Well, you know, what, one of the questions I have in my Bible, it says when a person maintains that he once was a Christian, but came to his senses, he is saying that once he, once uh, that he once knew the Lord and then it says to ask him, did you know the Lord? He will then be forced to say, I thought I did. And then this gives you the license to gently say, if you don't know, so then you probably didn't. If you, if, let me see, if he didn't know the Lord, he was therefore never a Christian, which is First John five eleven through thirteen and twenty. Explain to him that the Bible speaks of false conversions in which uh, 
a is like a stony ground. Here, hearer receives the word with joy and gladness. Then, in times of tribulation, uh, temptation or persecution falls away. If he opens, if he's open for reason, take him to the Ten Commandments, into the message of the cross, and the necessary necessis, uh, necessity of repentance and faith in the Savior. And so I just like the way that was kind of put out there. Is like, yeah, the, I've heard that before from atheists. Well, I was, and then not no more. And then you're like, well, how do you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's that's a great question. Like, how do you know you were? Well, I thought I was. Well, then uh, you're kind of like that person that heard it, but you're like the seeds thrown on the thorny, thorn on the rocks and never had a chance to grow. And yeah. so it brought it up for a second, but died out real quick, you know, yeah. cause you didn't, but, you didn't do the follow through. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely did. But the main point I was trying to get to, and I don't know why we went to all those tangents, but it's probably just the Holy spirit. Um, but for whoever you are that are listening, we love you. Um, is that the biggest thing I wanted to get to people or thoughts, and I want to know your thoughts on this, is to me, the Bible is, can, I guess it can be complicated, but I don't feel like it's overly complicated in any sort of way to me. But I'm not some super genius either or anything. I think it's just straightforward. Like, if you read the Bible and what it says and the whole context of all that, like, I I see it too often where people are like, well, if you eisegete, exegete, uh, look at the Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, all this stuff, then you'll know. And I'm like, people didn't have this 100 years ago to look at the Greek and all that. Like, if you did, I think you're probably pretty rich or something to have a book yeah. that had that stuff. And I'm like, I feel like you had to take God's word as God's word, and that's it. Like you, that's where I guess you could have people who went off a little bit because they decided to insert themselves as like David. And they're like, well, I want a Bathsheba in my life. <laughs> You're like, uh, no, <laughs> that's not what the Bible's saying. But I'm, I'm but saying that's like, it's so funny that you bring that up though. Like with the Bathsheba, like I, they're coming out with this, the, the David and the David movie you know, cartoon movie, David and Goliath. Yeah. Um, and looks really cool. And people know, like, if you read your Bible, know that, um, David, you know, God said David was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And David still failed miserably. He may have been a great warrior. Yeah. You know, he, he killed the bear and he killed the lion before he ever slew Goliath, Goliath while he was, you know, watching his father's sheep. Yeah. And, you know, it says Jesus was the, is, is the good shepherd. And sure, David was a good shepherd, but he wasn't a great father. Yeah. You know, he wasn't a, he wasn't a great husband. <laughs> and he wasn't a great friend. You yeah. know, really, like, he, like Bathsheba's husband, 
he's he brought him home like oh man i slept with your wife dude you gotta go sleep with her because you know she's pregnant now and yeah the guy's so loyal to his fellow soldiers that he doesn't yeah so david just has him killed like <laughs> like what kind of good friend are that, you, you know, <laughs> that's you know that's where we're looking at like that's the man that God said was a man after his own heart because at the heart of everything, David still loved God with all his heart and chased after him with all his heart. Yep. Did he screw up? Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times the very core of it, he always came back to God. Yeah. And we may screw up a lot of times. I know I have at the core of it. I'm, I'm going to go, I always go back to Christ, you know, that that's where my core is. That's where my foundation is, is that I love the Lord. Yeah. And when I'm getting away from all the distractions and spending time with him and really getting in tune with him, I can do something that to me in the flesh would see as dumb but God had a purpose in it. Yeah. And I'm just going to tell a quick story with that. I was at Walmart with my, my daughters shopping for things before I left. And we're just goofing around, having a good time. Got a couple things and paid for stuff. And then Trini's like, dad, did you pay for the shampoo? I'm like, Oh no, I didn't. Well, the girl that checked us out was going on break. So someone else stepped in. And then this woman just started telling us kind of her life story. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, I, I do this job and I was at an orientation for another job. It's like, and this kid was in there that was like, um, or young woman said they told her that she couldn't play on her phone during work. Yeah. Like while she was actually working, not like on break, but while actually working, she said, <laughs> yeah. we can't play on, we can't play on our phone. We can't go on our phones while we're at work. Well, no, we have heavy machinery here and stuff. It can be dangerous. And she got up and said, well, then I can't work here. Wow. Like that's, you know, that's how distracted and, and like, so like addicted to these distractions that we are, that it's people will do that. But she tells us like, she's got all these health issues and stuff. And I was ready to walk away and God stopped me. It was like, you need to go turn around and pray for her. Yeah. And I don't like telling people when God tells me to do that, but I feel like this, there's a purpose in this. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I, I feel like um, some things you just need to do and nobody else needs to know. Yeah. But this, like, God stopped me. And if I hadn't been listening and, and just been completely distracted, I wouldn't have gone back and yeah. prayed for her. And I, I looked at her and said, hey, you just told me to stop. Can I pray for you? And she was like, you know, taken back a little bit. And she was like, I don't know. You know, there's, I'm at work basically. Yeah. And I just looked at her. I said, it's just going to be a quick prayer. And it'll look like I'm just talking to you. And she's yeah. like, okay. And so I, you know, I held her hand, just put my hand on hers, prayed for her and, and left. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and just like, you could see in her face that, she really needed that. Yeah. And I could have just walked away from it. 
And it just because if I was distracted with getting on to the next thing, I wouldn't have taken that moment because it was really just a few extra seconds out of my day. I prayed for her. Yeah. I don't know if that, it was a seed that was sown. I don't know if that would is going to change her entire life and she follows Christ and I'll see her in heaven one day. Maybe yeah. I will. Yeah. You know? And I hope I do, you know? Yeah. But I needed to stop and take that moment to listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We don't do that. And I think we don't do that enough. Instead, we see, well, this Christian failed over there or this, like, he's got a mega church, so he must be doing something wrong. Yeah. So let's find out all his flaws instead of, hey, this is the gospel and I'm going to preach it. Yep. And whatever they're doing, they're doing. And I get the Bible says to call out people, but first you should probably talk to them on the side. And if you... And that's what it says. Go to that person first. And if you can't communicate with that person, all you're doing is messaging them on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you have not done the assignment. I'm just going to say that now. You have not went to them in person and had a conversation with them because that's what it was talking about because none of those platforms even existed then. And so if you are not going directly to that human being or you don't have a direct phone line to that person where you can have a conversation of some sort, like personally have that conversation, then you you are not meeting, meeting the need or the task at hand that you should be doing. And so yeah, you go not, and that's not your job. You go and blast them on social media instead of having that conversation and then bringing some more people in to have that conversation with them. They don't do it. Then, then you put it out socially like, Hey, we've come multiple times to this person. He did not want to hear it. This is why we're putting it out there that he needs blank. And, and too often people think I'm entitled to say this in this moment because I have uh, said it on social media where I wrote them a message and they did not respond. Like, for instance, that guy I talked to, that's a Torah guy. I don't know if he's even a Christian. So if you're going to come at me like, oh, you're doing that, I didn't because multiple of us have talked to him on the side and he does not want to hear it. So I'm fully available to put this guy on blast because he's not not doing what he's supposed to. So just in case, that's a disclaimer. And you can ask Pastor Witt and Pastor Spike and a couple other guys if any of us messaged him. And then we all messaged him together, and he still didn't listen. So there you go. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if you're a new Christian, just read your Bible. Like, if you have questions, ask someone. You can ask us. You can ask your pastor. You can do that. Um, But most of the time, I feel like it's very straightforward. You can read the Bible and understand it and get what it's saying. And I don't think you need 15 Hebrew degrees and six Greek Hebrew degrees and know how to spell 
in Japanese because that has nothing to do with it, but you need that for some odd reason to do this. <laughs> you don't need all that. You you have God's written word in front of you. Uh, I will say, like, they have, what is it? The NSV is pretty pretty accurate. The ESV, I don't think the New King James versions that awful in any sort of way. Uh, if you're going to the Message Bible, you're you're very brand new. I'll just say that. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, the Message Bible is kind of funny though. Like it is re- like if you look at it, if you look at the Message Bible, yeah. and you look at it side by side to an NIV or a you know NASB, like yeah, they're still getting the message across. Yeah, the the Message yeah, Bible's like an overview. It's like yeah, kinda, yeah, kind of the shorter, shorter version of it, just to get you in the door. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Anything else <clears throat> before we sign off? Um, no, just oh, you started the podcast with this, so. Might as well end it with it. You call me the, the gas master. Oh, the gas master. When you uh, looked at my email and it says gas man. And like, <laughs> you thought of Dumb and Dumber where he's like, how do they know I'm the gas? How, gas? how does he know I have gas? And that's what I told George before we got on this. I was like, that's what it reminded me of. The Dumb and Dumber guy where he's like, how does he know I have gas? These guys are good. <laughs> and, I, and the reason it is gas, man, is because gas is my, that is my initials. George Anthony Skidlark. Yeah. Gas. Gas. So, <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. funny. And then, so we, we often tease that we're the gas family because George and Anne-Marie Skidlark. Please tell me like Um, Grace or yeah, Grace has an A middle name to be the other gas. No, she doesn't, but she's gassy. She probably wouldn't want me to say that. No, she's proud of it usually. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, she got me the other <laughs> she got me good the other day. She got me good the other day. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey Grace, if you listen this far or uh your friend, I forget her name all of a sudden. Riley Yeah, Riley. Uh just a shout out to you too. <laughs> you know and I you know, speaking of that, I do feel a little weird on this podcast because I'm actually wearing pants. Oh, I'm wearing shorts, so. But you're not in the trailer. Well, one of us, you have to be in the trailer. I'm not, not no. wearing pants. No, I'm in. I'm in a tractor. <laughs> oh no, you're in a tractor. You should. You should not be wearing pants. What What time do you have to get up tomorrow? Um, probably around five or oh. so. I'm on. I'm on the. I'm on Pacific time. So it's like 9.30 here. Oh, okay. So, so it's 10.32. Not here. as late as it is for you. Yeah. Eh, it's not bad, though. But, yeah, no. uh, I think, I don't know if you want to pray us out or we both pray us out or what, but 
Well, since we haven't done this in a while, let's both press out. All right, cool. You want to start or want me to start? I'll go ahead and start. All right, Lauren, thank you for this opportunity to do the podcast and uh, being able to see Jacob over the screen here. And I thank you, Lord, that you have blessed each of our families so much and give us opportunities to preach your word and speak to others about you and your love. And I thank you, Lord, that you have provided us with your Holy Spirit to be with us. Pray blessings over Jacob and his family and your protection over them and your protection over also over myself and my family as I'm in this, this new position here, Lord, and um, definitely need to, to be safe. And then I pray for every listener, Lord, that they would uh, really glean the good stuff that we, we've had on this podcast talking about you, Lord. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Thank you, God, for George and uh, keeping him safe, Father God, keeping the weather at bay so he can drive easily through th- through this, Father God. I know he's going to go through some storms sometimes, but uh, thank you, Father God, for just keeping him safe, Father God, guiding him, leading him when he needs to leave and go so he can have a safe, easy trip there and back every time he goes. And thank you, God, for... Uh, George's family, a blessing over them, Father God, a hedge of protection around their house, around them, Father God, and just let them lead you, or not them lead you, let you lead them, Father God. Thank you, God, for just everything you're doing in our lives. Thank you, God, just for guidance for both of us as the men of the house, and thank you, God, for that train that's just tooting away, and thank you, God, just for everything you're doing and everybody that listens to this father god have helped them to find you and learn more in jesus name amen amen oh and also happy thanksgiving everyone because we're probably not gonna be able to say that until after thanksgiving so we love you guys see ya we're signing off